0: Hi, Slutty Scholars. This is a 15-minute teaser of our full Sloppy Seconds episode with Dirty Lola. The rest is available to our patrons on patreon.com slash scholars. Remember that this podcast is a labor of love and we want to sustain this show. Please consider supporting us today. If you can't afford it, leaving a review, especially on iTunes, is helpful and free. We'll be back with a regular episode for everyone next week. <coughs> and Scholars. Thanks for tuning in. Sluts and Scholars is a sex-positive, shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter. While we love to give advice and resources, please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy. Hi, slutty scholars. You are tuning in to your episode of Sloppy Seconds for our patrons only. So first of all, thank you so fucking much for joining us for this. We're very grateful for your support. Obviously, this is just Simone talking this time, so I've got the reins on this one, which I am incredibly excited about because I am joined by none other than Dirty Lola. Hi. Who... Basically single-handedly changed my Aww. perception of my <laughs> sex life. So Lola was episode eight, Polly want cracker. And when we were babies and just doing the podcast at the very beginning, so Nicolette is like a sexologist and like knows all this shit, but I knew like nothing <laughs> And you taught me like I didn't know really about Polly until you told me about
1: it. Oh, you were a (laughs) babala!
0: I was a babala. I was a total babala. So I'm just so excited that (laughs) it's kind of like a it's kind of like a whole evolution. So what's different since you know June of 2070?
1: Right. um, I'm divorced or getting a divorce. Mazel. Thing. Yeah. No, I'm in a good. I'm in a good place. Um, it was rough 2018, which I think that was a theme for everyone. Mm. But 2018 was rough. Uh, but I moved out, so I'm living in a completely different home, which is very. It's still weird because I spent so long with my ex in one place, and that was home. And now to be somewhere else, and. Even though I'm settled, it doesn't feel like forever, and that's a weird thing. I f- I feel like I've gone back in time. Like I'm mm. living my 20s because I didn't have this. I met my ex when I was 19, and then we moved in together when I was 20. So I didn't have that bouncing around, living with roommates. You know, having all these different places to live. I was in the same place for 17 years. And now I'm like in this new home where it's kind of makeshift because I didn't take a lot of stuff from the house, and it, it's been I've been rebuilding it, and I have a roommate. I don't live alone. And okay, so, I was gonna ask yeah, you about no, that. No, yeah, is this your first roommate? It's my no my second? When I moved out of well, when I got kicked out of my house when I was a teenager, I lived with a friend and his mom. So I've
0: this is le- your first time, no parents, no partner,
1: right? In a ever, this is wow. my first. I bought my first piece of furniture on my own. What'd you get? I got a kitchen table for 50 bucks on Facebook Marketplace, but it was a table I was coveting from IKEA, and that's like $250 and they just needed to get rid of it. I'm so excited, but it's like this is the first table I didn't have to have a conversation with anyone, like not even my roommate. Cause he's like, I don't care, like, I don't care what you get. So I'm like, ah, we're just getting rid of this 80s monstrosity that we have in our kitchen. <laughs> it's, it's stuff like that has been weird. Um, I haven't had, no, I've had sex in my, my bed, which is a new bed, but I bought that while I was still living with my ex because we needed to be in separate sleeping places. But I haven't had sex with anybody that wasn't a partner in my bed yet. So I haven't sledded my bed up.
0: I totally get it. It's like I just moved into a new place too, and it's my first time moving into a place where I get there at the first time as my roommate. Oh. um, So I get to have some say in things. But, yeah, I bought a new bed, and I haven't fucked in it yet.
1: It's such a weird feeling. Like I, I fucked my myself bed. in it. Right. I've masturbated a ton, and I love my bed, and it's my nest, but I, I've still yet to have that, like, boy who's not a partner come over in the middle of the night like I haven't had any friends with benefits moments or fuck boy midnights or anything and I want I want it and I know it will come because I'm still settling emotionally and all those good things but it's just I thought about it this morning and I'm like I've thankfully fucked in this bed but wow I need some stranger up in here
0: yeah I have truly had no person with whom I've had any sort of sex thing it will happen Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I haven't really, like, I was in LA this summer, and I had so much great sex and, like, just general sexual kink experiences. It was amazing. And then I get back to New York, and I'm, like, in fucking law school, and I don't have time, and I don't have my connections as much to the sex-positive community here. And so, like, I've really only gotten my rocks off with another person once, but I'm also not really in the mood to have sex with, like, cis guys right yeah. now. well. And they're just so much easier to find. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, don't know what to do.
1: New York is hard. I don't ever fuck at home. Like, it's really, my partner came to visit this summer for a week, and that was pretty much why we fucked and why I was fucking. I've had, like, a threesome that wasn't, it wasn't, it was sex, but not, like, penetrative sex. Oh, no, somebody's yeah. house. Like, I've had sexy time and adventure, but not, like, fucking. I haven't had that here. And I'm, like, New York is just not the place I have sex.
0: I guess so, me too. Like, I literally was in L.A. this weekend for, like, 38 hours. And, like, and I made it my business to do sex stuff. And I realized that, like, I literally needed to be railed. Yeah. Like, I had not been, like, filled. <laughs> Uh, like I'm not a super into penetration person. Like it's not really how I come. Right. And I didn't realize how much I like needed something inside my vagina.
1: <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing.
0: <laughs> um. So that that was an interesting experience. But yeah, it'll be interesting to finally have somebody in my bed. But I think that brings us to another point, right? Where I mean, even though I'm not fucking, like I'm sure shit's still a slut. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Same. Babe,
1: um, I'm sure, it's just because like you don't need to be doing sex stuff to be a slut, right? Right, right. You don't. Well, and it's gonna ebb and flow. I think it's, I think it's one of those things that will have those moments where it's just this overabundance of sex, and you fall into it. And then I think there'll be times when it's not there, and and you, in my heart, I'm still slutty. Like I'm still having a very voracious fantasy life and Mm. I discovering all this nerdy smut that I enjoy and kind of re-having this high school moment of reading dirty stories like in my bed, like naked on a Sunday at 10 a.m. before I get up to get ready for work and just things that you, when you're a part of a couple, it's hard to do because- You have like responsibility to each other or you're trying to spend time together because you never see each other. And so taking like that kind of time doesn't always happen. And it's, it's been really nice kind of being slutty with myself.
0: Wait, no, I want to know about what nerdy smut. <laughs> What's nerdy smut?
1: So I found, oh, God. First, okay, first I found Doctor Who smut. Because I was looking for specific porn, so I typed in possessive doctor. I have a thing about like people being bossy, really bossy, like, you're mine. And I don't know why I wanted it to be a doctor that night. I don't know. But that begat this whole, like, gaggle of just written smut about Doctor Who. People... Like, just wow. write all this fanfic. It's so much fanfic. And there's every combination of doctor and, and like companion and all these things. And then I'm really into the MCU. So I just. That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know that because I had an ex who was into that stuff. Oh, goodness. And I I love comic books, and I'm really into Marvel, but it can get overwhelming. And there's so many different storylines and all these things to follow. And I also don't have all the money to read all the comics. So the movies have been great because I get to kind of indulge in this thing that I like. But the fanfic has been, woo! The people that get shipped, like they take these minor characters like Darcy Lewis, who was in Thor – she was it. like the sidekick okay. of, and she's in the movie a handful of times. They don't, they didn't really use her past like a couple movies. People ship Darcy so much, and there's such good writing. Like people write amazing things. Now, granted, there are some people who write awful. <laughs> I'm like, I can't read this because it's so bad.
0: Like, is it so bad because it's badly written, or it's, it's like so like 50
1: bad like you can invi- Like it's <gasps> like it's. Like you're trying, but the syntax and like grammar, and I'm not, I'm not that kind of person, but it's so much where you.
0: I mean, sometimes it's so obvious. Like, I remember when I was reading Fifty Shades of Grey and I fucking read all three. Same. And I like blitzed through them super wet. Like, I loved it. I mean, they were hot. They were hot, but But bad. They were so badly written. Like, (laughs) I'll never. Like, I feel like you could tell when she was doing like uh, right click synonym. Oh. You know, because she would use like things that were synonymous with quiet, but like not quite right. right, and she would use, like, taciturn, like, seven times in a chapter. And I was like, this is when you learned about the word taciturn, <laughs> and you were told it means quiet, and that's what you're doing now.
1: <laughs> that is such – and that's just such not – it's not a word I want. It's not a sexy uh, word. Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, so – and it's also fanfic. So I have, like, this level of I'm cool and I don't need it to be – Edgar Allan Poe or yeah. Anissa Nin. Like, I don't need it to be that high quality, but I do need to be able to read it and not have to reread a paragraph <sighs> three times because I'm not sure what's going on or who's talking uh-huh. or who's fucking who. And I'm like, and, and I'll just get out of it. But there's so many good chips that, like, I had, there was a whole thread where I was. Really into uh, Steve Rogers being a top, and somebody was like, "Steve Rogers is so a bottom," and I'm like, "But what if he's a service top?" And it started this whole conversation about Captain America. And so who's Steve Rogers? He's Captain America. Oh, and you're Chris like, Evans, is huh? Is that Chris Evans? Yeah, it's Chris Evans. Okay. And it, the jokes of he's America's bottom. It's
0: oh, it's been so good. So that's that's felt. I, I'm not that, super toppy, but I would like to top Chris Evans, I, I mean,
1: I'd like us to top each other. I think I'd have my moments. Like a mutual top. Yeah. A whole yeah. thing. Like, we could switch off. Yeah. We could have our moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to switch off during. I've
0: never been really switchy with someone. For some reason, I find that almost unappealing. Like, I like thinking. I know, you know, typically it's in the context of a scene, and a scene is limited in time. Mm-hmm. But... I really like thinking of the person I'm playing with, like, as a
1: dominant. And it makes me super uncomfortable to think of them as 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 submissive. So it depends on, for me, I've learned it depends on what's going on, because I'm very bottomy too, and I really, I'm more turned on when someone else is in charge. But I really like watching boys masturbate. I just, it is such a thing. And I really like getting to tell them when to come. And so I have, uh, like, I've been flirting with this boy on Instagram. (laughs) The people that slide into my DMs and the ones I decide to talk to, but
0: oh my god, maybe I should be
1: more responsive to the sluts DMs. Sometimes,
0: so like, if you're a hot dom lady in New York, like, tell
1: me, come for it, come. But I check people out, like, I go, I'm like, oh, you have an actual full profile. You're showing your face. He's an artist. He has his art up. Like all these things. I'm like, okay, so, and he approached me very respectfully. And not in like a "let me show you my dick" kind of way. It was just like I think you're really hot, and I'd love to chat with you. And then he just started talking to me, and then he's like, "Oh, do you ever come to where they live? Um, he and his partner." And I'm like, "I'm not coming anytime soon, but I'll be there in July." And he's like, "I'd love to fuck you if you're cool with that in July." And we've just... and he's like, "But can we like still talk between now until?" I'm like, "Yeah, I like of course." And it's been really fun, just having him tell me like how he wants to like hold me down and fuck me really hard but then also was like i want to like touch myself for you will you tell me when you want me to come and can you like send me a video of you telling me to come so i can see your eyes and so that i don't mind like i like it because it's of service like it feels Ah, of service but i'm still in charge Uh but i'm in charge of this thing that He's giving me and then uh-huh. I get my services like you need to see me and you need to hear my voice. So I'm doing something for you.
0: But do you think it has anything to do with the fact that you haven't played in person yet? It could be. Yeah. Want to hear the rest? Then go to Patreon.com slash Sluts to hear our whole Sloppy Seconds episode with Dirty Lola. That's Patreon.com slash Sluts